for go-getters and just going to betters. It's the pre-W Smith Show with Jeff Sloan on 760 WJR. All right, welcome back to the pre-W Smith Show. Well, here's an eye-opening and frankly kind of surprising story. This feature tells the story of consumers' energy bringing lawsuits against several school districts in the state of Michigan. And Garrett Ellison, a reporter for MLive.com, has the story for us. Garrett, tell us what this is all about. So in Tuscola County, it's sort of east of Bay City a little ways. Consumers Energy is is suing several school districts. And what they're doing is they're trying to claw back taxes that were levied on wind turbines that have been over the course of the last five to six years to a decade, depending on which area you're talking about. But the amounts that they're seeking, at least in one case, would essentially wipe out the fund balance for some of these districts and put them into deficit status with the state. And those school officials are saying that's going to result in obviously job losses and, and programming cuts. Do me a favor, if you would, tie the wind farm tax clawback to how that ties to the schools. So in Michigan, local governments have a great deal of authority over the siting of renewable power, such as wind and solar installations. And uh, essentially the agreement here is is that, uh, okay, you can build these and we, as the local community, receive tax revenue from them. And so in, in Tuscola County, just about any local government entity with a millage benefits in some way from taxes levied on these uh, wind turbines. And school systems are one of those, they're on the list. Mm-hmm. And so in Tuscola County, you've got a handful of districts, uh, the Intermediate School District, uh, Unionville, Sebuing, Akron Fairgrove, Cairo. They've been receiving the, these tax revenues over the course of the last five, ten years. And because there was a change in the tax depreciation schedule for wind turbines about 10 years ago, consumers, DTE, other renewable power developers appealed the original tax assessments. And so there's been a really like a long running, very broad case that goes beyond Tuscola County. It's multiple counties in the thumb, including uh, in Gratiot and mid-Michigan. It's something that dates back to this tax depreciation schedule that changed in 2011. There was a group of local government entities that came together across these counties to try and appeal the tax commission's decision in that matter. But over the course of the last decade, those decisions have favored the power companies and the utilities. And then earlier this year, there was a settlement with DTE that everybody sort of thought was going to sort of set the framework for finally putting this whole matter to rest. That settlement ended up being something that the local governments could absorb in terms of having to pay back some of this tax revenue that they had benefited from. You know, it was in the hundreds of thousands versus millions. But consumers is in a party to that settlement, and they're pressing forward, and they're trying to get about $8.5 million in taxes back on wind farms throughout millage entities in Tuscola County. And so with several of these school districts, that would really be a a big chunk of change that, you know, they're just not prepared to handle that amount of money coming out of their budgets, right? And so in the Unionville Sable Wing, it has one of the largest potential payouts. They're looking at having to give consumers about $1.2 million back in money that was assessed that they thought, this is money that we could use. And so right now, consumers are suing them in the Michigan Tax Tribunal. And they're not the only one. Tuscola, ISD, Akron Fairgrove, Cairo, there's several school districts that are looking at having to pay back significant amounts of money to the state's largest energy provider. 
and then you know it goes beyond schools you know there's Akron and Columbia Townships. Uh, there's a, a library in Columbia Township, the Sheriff's Office, Road Patrol, Veterans Services and Senior Meals Programs in Tuscola County. You know, these are all entities that are funded through millages and through this case are looking at having to potentially pay back consumers anywhere from several thousand to several hundred thousand to, you know, a million, depending on, you know, uh, which one. And so where do you see this going from your perspective, given the research you've done? What is the likely resolution to this? Well, I think people assume that because DTE settled this year, this case, they thought that consumers was going to do that. And, you know, a lot of this sort of tough talk that you get from either side, whether there's a legal dispute. Right. A lot of it's posturing and establishing leverage and all the rest. Right. So, you know, consumers, when I spoke to them or, you know, through email, they say we want to reach a fair solution that allows the community to prosper while ensuring a balance and cost for Michigan residences and businesses who, you know, pay for energy through to their energy bills. And consumers are saying, hey, we're doing this. We're trying to get this $8.5 million back to, uh, you know, that benefits ratepayers. You know, you get some clean energy advocates who quibble with that a little bit, saying, like, look, the internal accounting there essentially mean the way they do internal accounting means that this is really going to benefit shareholders first, wouldn't benefit ratepayers for years. So that's one of those sort of open questions. But I think people expect this to settle. But if it doesn't, it's going to go to a sort of it's litigated like a trial in a state administrative court. And that's something that could come, you know, next year. A lot of the renewable energy folks around the state are worried about this case because it's happening at a time where consumers and a lot of the utilities are trying to get off fossil fuels, right? So they're closing down coal plants and they're trying to boost their renewable portfolio. Because of the way that, you know, local governments have so much say in the siting of renewable projects, there's a big concern right now that this sort of thing is just poking a stick in the eye of local people around the state. The landscape for this is sort of fraught right now, right? Like referendum voters in Montcalm County just in November, you know, just defeated plans for a big wind turbine park and recalled a bunch of officials who were supportive of the project. And so you've got this sort of backlash happening in rural areas to renewable power for a lot of different reasons. But Folks who are like, hey, we've got to get more renewable, we've got to get off fossil fuels, they're very worried about the utilities taking this like hardline approach with rural residents because it seems sort of destined to fuel ill will among the people they really need <laughs> to approve these sorts of projects in order to advance the state's climate goals. Well, let's hope it does get settled. Garrett Ellison, reporter for MLive.com, covering... Michigan Environment, Natural Resources, and the Great Lakes. We really appreciate you being on and bringing the story to our attention. Thank you, Garrett, for being on. Thanks for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, very good. We're going to head to a break. Back with more in a minute right here on the Pre-W Smith Show.